You're about to listen to one of our Hobby Addicts episodes in its entirety, just as a special gift to show you how much we love you guys and appreciate our fans. If you love this episode and you want to support the podcast, you can get a ton more of these, hundreds more, by supporting the podcast over at aaapodcast.com slash join or over at Patreon. It only takes $5 to get all of these episodes every single week, every single month, and you'll be enjoying extra content from us and supporting the podcast as well. I hope you enjoy, and now let's let it roll. Hobby Addicts It's time for Hobby Addicts. And now, here are your Anime Addicts. Welcome to Hobby Addicts, you fucking animals. On this episode 270, I am your host Mitsuki, and I'm joined by the very feisty Mason. His computer, it's boxing him around the oh ears. Oh my goodness. Mason is dropping the ball today. Just, oh my goodness. The audio issues left and right. Everyone else on the podcast, team players, helping each other out, being here on time, being ready to go. Uh, not the case for me. Uh, the go men aside. Uh, if it makes no, you feel any better, be Mason, here. let's just remember the fact that I missed Hobby Addicts last week because I literally went south instead of north and did not realize it for an hour. So, <laughs> yeah, but you were <laughs> like, okay traveling uncharted wastelands that is the New Jersey Turnpike. (laughs) And that voice you hear... Any any madman would go go (laughs) lost there in the confusion of (laughs) whatever it is that resides out in those wastes. My family won't let me live it down. You won't let you. You won't let yourself live it down. No, it's because of them too. Or uh, I can... can, I'll be fine if it's just myself, but my family's just like whenever i go out to drive anywhere now they're like just don't go to new jersey turnpike gorge gorge does your car have a like compass in it no okay i i find that most cars nowadays do not it's so, a 2008 CRV, so nope it's new don't enough where you're forgiven because i remember back in the day cars used to have a big old fat north south east west thing up either on the rear view mirror or on the dashboard and if it had that maybe i would be a little more tisking at you but uh no you're good thank you at least mason believes in me someone has to and on that note welcome to hobby addicts today i'm going to talk about a very difficult hike um on mount columbia which probably no one cares to hear another hiking story but hey it's all i did and uh, Mason went rock climbing, which is kind of in the same vein, so that's a lot of fun. And also, Pokemon Shield Nuzlocke? the hell is that? You don't know what a Nuzlocke is, Mitz? Oh, I don't. man, we are going to teach you. We are going to learn you something. Is. And also, Caroline talked, uh, is going to talk about the reality TV show Too Hot to Handle, which I hope yeah. is equally as trashy as 90 Day Fiance. And also Sam's point. Another, oh, she went hiking. We've all done outdoor things today. How fantastic for our summer-themed day. 
Absolutely. Who wants to start with their summer theme day item first? Uh, could I, I, go? I feel like Caroline because she missed last week's. And she okay, she herself is too hot to handle. Oh, Mason, stop it. I, I don't know if that <laughs> was a compliment or not. I haven't seen the show or heard of it. All right, okay, well, the so floor is yours then. <laughs> this is a show you could watch on Netflix. Uh, it's now in its second season, but I've only just finished the first season. It is a reality TV show where they invite like 10 people, um, all of whom are very you know, beautiful or handsome, a very, you know, beefy or very skinny, that kind of thing, that kind of thing. And they all are borderline sex addicts. <laughs> um, so they invite them to this island uh, where they believe they're going to have like this kind of paradise summer experience and they'll meet all these, you know, uh, attractive, amazing people. And they're all talking about how much they want and get, want to get into each other's fans. But after one day, uh, there is this, uh, it's almost like an Alexa. It's, it looks like a little, like a little um, a home speaker or whatever. They call her Lana. So Lana tells them that the real reason why they are there is because this is going to be a competition uh, where they cannot have any uh, romantic touching, no sex, no kissing, or they, and there's like a prize fund at the end of this, and every single time they kiss or have sex or do anything like that, uh, money will be deducted from that prize. Oh, no! Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't help but think that it talks like Lana from the TV show Archer. Have you ever seen that show? No. Or oh. heard of it? There's I, a love, I love Archer. Named, yeah, and there's a character named Lana, and Archer, the, the main character, always just has a very distinct way of yelling out to her. And that's all I'm hearing in my head right now. But anyway, continue. Well, Lana basically sounds like an Alexa in general. Um, they also have this uh, person that narrates everything. And I honestly, that's separate from Lana. I find her pretty annoying. But apart from her, um, it's, it's, it's a pretty funny show because here you have all these people who are just itching to have sex and they ha like, oh yeah, and they cannot masturbate either. <laughs> um, so just so that you know. Uh, and it starts off with like $100,000 is going to be the prize, um, but kissing costs them like $3,000. Uh, having sex, uh, I think it's like $20,000. And yes, people have broken these rules on this show. Um, and, and this is like a per-person fun or like a group effort? You see, they don't really explain until the very end how the money is allocated. Okay. Um, but at the, like, I'll tell you, like, at the end, at least the first season, what they do is they split it up between the participants. I mean, they do kind of, like, the showrunners do take people off of the island if they are not really adhering to the whole point of the show, which is supposed to be, like, emotional uh, growth and trying to, you know, uh, form relationships not through, you know, sexual intercourse and all that. So... <laughs> If there are people that are thinking like, oh my god, this is so stupid, I don't even care what this show is all about, but yeah, 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 they just take them off the show, um, well, and by the end, who's, who's ever's left is kind of, they win the money, which they don't know like how they're going to win it, 
at until the very end. Well, you know, as Dr. Drew says, if uh, if you don't if you don't get it out, God will do it for you. I don't know what that means. You get all backed up in your <laughs> semen. Your seminal vesicles get a, get get too full of semen. You'll uh, God will take care of it for you. Uh, and you know you'll uh, shoot a big load in your sleep. Yum. Um. Well, that's what you were talking Stop. about. They can't have sex or masturbate, so that's exactly what we're discussing. So you know, and uh, but but surely they wouldn't get penalized for that. How much money do they start with? It's one hundred thousand dollars. And how much money do they lose every time they have sex with another person? Having sex sex uh, costs them twenty thousand dollars. I assume it's twenty thousand collectively. It wouldn't be twenty thousand each because that'd be half their right. funds. And at, at that point, they might just be like, "Let's just screw it. Let's just literally screw." Based it. on what <laughs> I'm seeing, it might be worth it once or twice. Um, yeah, well, there is this point. At least in, I haven't watched the second season yet, but in the first season, in one of the last couple episodes, there's a shot for one of them to, or like for for them to win back some of the money that had been lost because there's this one couple in particular that just lost them like like 30 something thousand dollars 20 30 thousand dollars uh because they did have sex and they did other things too so um they and like they, everybody hates this couple because as much as like they kind of form a very strong relationship during all this and i think they actually are getting married now um they still <laughs> broke all the rules. So uh, the showrunners gave them the opportunity to win all the money back if they do not touch each other for a whole night, which uh, everybody was like, no way are they going to be able to do that. And they did, so they, they won some of the money they back. They should have titled this, this show Blue Balls. That would have been a better name. I mean, you should tell them that. <laughs> maybe, maybe I will. I um, wonder, yeah, but, I, uh, I have to imagine, though, that like, once they start doing the deed of sex, like all the happenings on during wouldn't be further deductions. Like if it's $3,000 per kiss, as someone like reviewing the oh tapes of the sex and be like, oh, I got to count out all the kisses in the scenes. You know, to, I think to, they just to, they to just deduct. like price it as one makeout se- uh, session because okay. they'll be making out for at least a good 10, 15 seconds from what you could see in the show. 15 seconds? So, I, I like no, like that's just Jesus my Christ. my from what I can tell. But they probably kiss way more, way more, and they just gotta cut it out because who wants to yeah. watch a one random couple make out for more than that time? So yeah. I think they'll just like group it up into um, how much you do in that time, like at, like at once. Hmm. I would love to be the accountant for the show, just watching these these animals go at it, just like disapprovingly shaking my head <laughs> punching enough, all their punching all their sins into my calculator being like that'll cost you <laughs> funny enough there is one character on the show easily like the like with the biggest muscles and everything like that his name's Kells and he wh- while he like participates and like he goes on a date with one or two girls or whatever he um, is very much he, he shakes his head at every single infraction of the rules so much so that they called like like the other people on the show called him the accountant because he's always paying attention to how much money's being lost. And it's pretty funny. My Wh- man. Which one is the jack? <laughs> which dude is the jack jack guy? His name's Kells, like K-E-L-Z, I think. Kells. I see a Kalichi Dyke. 
Oh, this is the this is the first season. Remember, I don't know if you've been looking at the second yeah, season. I'm doing oh. too hot to handle. I'm just looking well, at the let's, cast. Let's look at this, the sh- cast list. Yeah, exactly. There's some frat boy looking. Surely, if you look Harry. up like pictures, too hot to handle, Kells, you could probably find it. This 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 frat boy looks like he needs to be slapped in his face. Who's that? Harry. Harry. Oh yeah, I disliked him. My my sisters who also watch the show, they love him. Uh, He's actually one of the more successful couples on the show. He would cheat on you in five seconds. This would that. Oh no, we're like that would be like. Corey, who gets introduced like halfway through the show. There are some of these people that get put into the show, and there's like one or two weeks left in time show. It's like. Why are they what? even here? There's <laughs> yeah, this guy named Corey, odd. like K-O-R-I, and he's an absolute douche, and everybody hates him. Hmm. Well, okay. Maybe that's worth watching. Some trash that's TV quite an now interesting and then is, always, is sometimes enjoyable. I guess, here's the question. Season two, are, are you going to watch it or not? Yeah, m- maybe so, just to talk about it. These people are on this show, though. There's... You can just tell by looking at them, they are unbelievably full of themselves. I, these, these, it would be so hard to deal with. It is so hard to watch sometimes because every single girl on the show, like they have this home, they have this room which is filled with vanities and like mirrors and makeup and all that stuff. These people are spending day, day after day after day at the beach, in the sun, at the pool, doing whatever. And yet they like they're wearing swimsuits twenty four seven, and they spend so much time just caking their faces on with makeup, curling their hair, making sure it looks absolutely perfect. Half the time you see just the girls in the show, they are in the vanity room, and it's like, why are you putting so much effort in yourself? You, you should be going swimming, have some fun. <laughs> like, why are you doing this? And on the other hand, you got the guys who are just constantly working out. Yeah. I wonder how much of this stems from chicken. perhaps people being cooped up in COVID and they're like, I've got to th- th- get out and party with the crew and <laughs> it leads to this. I think the first season came out before COVID and uh, it released uh, like during COVID. These, so I think this was beforehand. These are not the people that give a fuck about COVID. These are the people that are like, we're on lockdown, but I'm going to go to this rager anyway and fuck six people. <laughs> like, like, that's basically... These are the people you hear about on the news. Some some party in uh, in South Beach got broken up that had 73 people in it all having sex. 73-man circle jerk was broken up by police <laughs> due to social distancing rules. <laughs> that's these people. <laughs> that's these people. Oh, you said they're all sex addicts. Like they're not gonna. These fucking people are gonna stay indoors. Well, Do they well, look like they've been borderline sex addicts? Look at this guy. Borderline. I mean, I'm not going to diagnose them as sex addicts, but that's pretty much all they talked about in the uh, first episode before they knew it was going to be I mean, a no sex party. Why would you put people on the show that aren't like who don't have unbelievably hyperactive sex drives on a show where the where the where they're trying to resist the temptation of having sex with like the hottest people of the opposite sex you can imagine? Like, look at this guy, Sharon Townsend. This guy. Oh yeah, you no, know, it's, uh, he Sharon. is fucking jacked. You think this guy's like like hiding in his living room, like like eating pixie sticks and shit? This fucking guy <laughs> is going is doing anything he has to to like go to the gym, get ripped as fuck, and just bang. Like that's that's exactly what this guy's doing. So you know, take it or leave it. <laughs> but take it or leave it. Sitting indoors does not get you uh, football player like baseball size abs. <laughs> it's just crazy. Oh my god, it cracks me up. I got, hey, I think these I people are living their best TV life. Show. Good, good, good for them. I'm not going to judge. Pancakes, like what? 
<laughs> He's like, why are you looking at such handsome men? <laughs> it's this show where they give they give people $100,000 and they have to survive in like a house or on an island with other people that are, they're all like godlike hot. They're all like Adonises. And every time they fuck each other, they lose some of their money. <laughs> Can you, you can't diddle yourself. That's why I was saying this should be called Blue Balls. <laughs> There's a lot of there's a lot of nocturnal. They, they, you know what they should have called the show nocturnal emissions. That would be that would be better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it might be better. It might be better trash TV than 90 Day Fiance. The one kid though, I need to. I just want to punch him in his face because his hair is so obnoxious. The hairy guy. He's like yeah. He's got the side he of his head shaved, and he has like the most fucking like Chad like obnoxious like curled hair, curly hair like powder on top of his head. I just want to shave all of his hair off in his sleep. It's well, so he's Australian. Look at this guy. So. Don't you just want to punch him in his dick? <laughs> God. You want to punch this guy in his dick? Which guy looks more? Which guy looks more like a tool bag? This guy right here with his piled up hair, or well, who was the guy you said that people are like a Corey Simpson? That guy or 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 uh, or this? Corey guy? has nipple piercings, by the way. Pancake hates them both. <laughs> some, this guy reminds me of your brother for some reason. Carrie? He's just like all tatted out, very uh, like Ripped. into himself, like waxed. Like he has never had, never lets his chest hair grow longer than like half a millimeter. Eats broccoli and skinless chicken three meals a day. <laughs> so Mitz, if you were at, if you were brought onto this show and they were like, hey, huge grand prize, as long as no one like engages in any know improper conduct mm -hmm. would you like go around policing them and like as soon as you saw people getting too close like karate chop them away and like <laughs> try to stop them no i, I mean, mean how they, long how they, long is this for how long oh, does how the long contest is yeah is it like five like, weeks i think it's a month which is oh honestly surprising god America is so sad. We have absolutely no problems to worry about at all. It's like, <laughs> it's like if you can just not fuck for a month, here's a hundred grand. <laughs> this is hilarious. This is the biggest, like, uh, just, just. How do I even phrase it? Like, we have we have so few problems in our daily lives that we're just gonna like invent problems and then pay you for dealing with quote unquote problems. <laughs> it's, it's supposed to help them grow more uh, meaningful relationships with people. All you have to do is not fuck for a month and you get a hundred grand. I could do that easy. It, it'd be easy. Unbelievably easy. Just keep thinking about how many how many girls you're gonna be drilling in the back of your new fucking Porsche that you paid for in cash. Yeah, exactly. You whoa, can, whoa, you can whoa, hang whoa, in there for one Porsches month. Porsches are nowhere near the optimal vehicle. Unless I guess you get one of the SUVs, but whatever, who, man. Who gets uh, that? Porsche. <laughs> it's funny na because name your exotic vehicle. Go ahead, Caroline. Oh, I was just saying it was funny because at the last episode when um, when they were talking about winning the prize money, he was like, oh, yeah, have fun, never working again. I'm like, $100,000 is a, quite a bit of money, but nowhere near what you need to never work again. I'm like, even what the hell are you guys talking about? Even if that all went to one person, which I'm assuming it didn't because they probably split it. Even if one person got a hundred thousand, that is, yeah, like you said, nowhere near enough to live for <laughs> any significant yeah. time frame. Where you're like, oh, I'm never gonna have to work again. Oh my god, I mean, a hundred grand is not remotely. Honestly, like in today's day and age, if you, if you even if you wanted to, even if you were working until retirement age, I, I don't even think. 
what do you, what do you need to retire at like retire at like age sixty? A million bucks, a hundred grand. That shit that shit ain't gonna get you through I two years. I think you need. Yeah, yeah it was like a one-off a comment, but I'm just I was just thinking to myself for a long time after that. What do you think you need to live off the rest of your life with? The um these people is it like so I I watched Big Brother for a couple seasons and it's not a bad show but um uh, until I didn't have cable anymore and then I didn't watch it but um are these shows like do they play like games every episode and shit do they compete No I feel I wish they kind of did because it does get a little bit boring for me mm. um other like the only thing that they really do sometimes is what they call these workshops which is more of just uh talking about their feelings and all that stuff um but lame if i was a producer i would just make every day like mandatory twister hour and just (laughs) force that would be funny (laughs) (laughs) yeah they they ought to play games that like get their sexual urges like fired up that way it makes it harder for them to just like hang in there that or death parade look at this chick look at this chick Caroline, this at? is such a good topic. There's These so much people, to dig into, despite yes, us never seeing the yes, show. Let's put, let's put six of this girl in a wet t-shirt and see and see who the hell doesn't. Which girl like, are you get, talking who, about? Who doesn't have like a wet dream that night? Every time that one of these people show up on the screen, does it say how much money they spent on their plastic surgery? Oh yeah, I know. I yeah, I don't know. This is Nicole O'Brien. I mean, Nicole. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I think she's Irish. I think. Well, whatever yeah, she is, they, they didn't really she focus is. too much on the show on her. They t- focused more on Francesca. Whatever she is, um. They would get a lot more viewers with a, with a wet T-shirt contest. <laughs> I'll just tell you that <laughs> the TV show goes from being rated like PG thirteen to straight up rated R. <laughs> That's oh my goodness. Well, what's better, like wet T-shirt contest or being in your bikini anyway, twenty four seven? You know, all this all the time. For the viewers, wet T-shirt contest is better. Mm. This is like how girls love dudes in gray sweatpants because you can see like their dick bulge and stuff like it's the same thing for what t-shirt contest it's like you're seeing basically you know titties or whatever but they're like but they're like 20 percent obscured or 40 percent obscured so it's like you don't want to give it you you don't want to give it all up this is a hentai episode <laughs> As i was about to say you don't want to give it, the algorithm you don't like want to give it all up but you want to give enough to just tease the mind a little bit and then that's the same thing with like gray sweatpants like girls love that shit so, wow, we should just talk about this for the next hour and a half. We could just go <laughs> through all these characters and, and talk we about how hot they are. We should just do this instead of anime. This is just our new podcast. <laughs> Too hot dive. podcast. Wow, and where did you watch this? It's on Netflix. Oh, it's on Netflix. Perfect. This is easily available for anyone to watch at any time. Yeah, but I won't lie. The host is really annoying. Oh, well, he's like she help. she pipes up with these like jokes and making fun of the uh, uh, the like the people on the show. But it's like it, it's just please stop talking. <laughs> they should have a they should have a, a version on Netflix that's like censored and then an uncensored version where they show all the sex scenes. It's funny because they are sharing beds essentially with each other. They're I mean, sharing beds. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure. Like, I feel like with all reality TV oh, shows, man. there's never enough beds for everyone. But yeah, it's just oh. them casually sharing beds, and they don't really even focus on it. <laughs> if they're gonna put these guys and these girls together in the same bed, and I'm assuming they're like gonna be drunk on and off, 
Um, I could definitely see how some of them are probably drunk and they're like, 20 grand, fuck it. Like, they're all going to make more money than, 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 than the prize anyway after they get out of here. Uh, I see that I see one of these girls has already started like a music career. <laughs> it's just, which girl? Oh, I'm not really sure which one it was, but um, I'd have to look through all their names again. But yeah, never mind then. But um, yeah, I'm sure after they split the money, they probably got paid more just to be on the show than any kind of winnings they would get. Yeah, I don't know. Not to mention, like Mitt said, the exposure to launch being a social influencer or whatever. Yeah, like the people that were on a big, um, on, not Big Brother, like Survivor. There's a few people that were on Survivor that have like, you know, extremely popular podcast careers now, and they're making like, you know, enough money to live on their podcast. And it's like you don't need the hundred grand. Like you're gonna, be, all these girls are gonna be fucking models, or they already, or they already are. Like right after this is done, the dudes too. Like definitely the Shannon guy. I mean, I could just, I can see that guy being like Sharon. Uh, what? His name is Sharon. Whatever. Sure. What? Really? Yeah. It's spelled like Sharon, but it's, it's it like pronounce it Sharon. Oh yeah, Sharon. Okay, Sh- Sharon is definitely like a Hanes model. Boom. Definitely. One hundred percent. This guy could just walk around in underwear and get paid a hundred grand <laughs> easily. So, you know, it is what it is. But that's why they're on the TV show. If they weren't, if they weren't all basically models, like model level hot, they wouldn't be on the show. Because that's the whole point. Mm. I mean, right? So it's like twenty bucks YOLO, <laughs> or do that twenty thousand bucks YOLO. That's expensive. And like I said, once 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 they take away from the fund enough, where there's nothing left, there's no more rules. There's no more limit. The limiters are off. People, all systems are go. Wow, that was fun. Ooh, so that was Perhaps too hot to handle. To so. I have to take bets. How about you, Mitsugi? Tell us about your experience on uh, your last trip. Well, we well, Columbia. So, so we did Mount Columbia. We were going to do Mount Columbia and Mount Harvard, but about a third. <laughs> Pancake's looking at me like, yeah. Um, about a third of the way up Mount Columbia, we realized we were not going to accomplish both of these mountains. It's like these mountains are so just tall. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. Like you, you walk uphill forever. You know, Mason did one of these. I mean, you know how far uphill we walked. It's like a, it's like four hours uphill, straight uphill. Um, so the night before we had, we parked. It was a very easy road compared to last time, and and uh, we walked about three and a half miles, about a mile and a half of it in the dark with headlamps, which is pretty neat. And it's it's something different about the woods at night. You know, the woods at night is spooky. You know, but with a headlamp and with a group, you're kind of talking and. You know, you got to be a little more careful with where you walk, but it has like a different atmosphere. It's kind of nice, except it does get cold quickly and the and mosquitoes start coming out. But we camped and and the pancake and I bought a two-person hammock and the hammock, far superior to a tent. It isn't even close. <laughs> it is not even remotely close. I don't know why anybody would sleep in a tent. Um, it's like the pressure points and stuff you get from laying on the on the ground, even with like a mat or something is completely eliminated by being in a in a hammock. So, and the hammock is far cheaper. But I assume uh, you got a hammock though that has to be strung up between trees, not like a self So I'm uh suspended one? No, I I'm, I'm learning, I think I've learned that uh, that a hammock that has like a metal frame is actually a cot. 
Pancake's hmm. nodding at me. See, I didn't know the difference between a pancake and a hammock, or a, a pancake. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know the difference between a pancake and a waffle. Smoking a pancake, cigar and a waffle. Um, crepe and a cigarette. So the uh, a cot and a hammock are not the same thing. And I didn't know this, and I've learned it now. But yes, a hammock is, is between two trees. So it's dark where we put this hammock up. You know, it wasn't like an expensive hammock. It was probably a, a cheap a cheapish hammock. Um, you know, Pan- Pancake did a good job picking out the stuff, the sleeping bag, the, you know, the, the backpack to carry it all. But the hammock, apparently halfway through the night, just gave up on us. And we, we fell through it in the middle of the night at about 2 a.m. No. It was supposed to hold like 400 pounds, which is below our combined weight. Um, you know, I'm about 180 you know, and you know, pancakes nowhere near my weight. So, 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 so we were like well below the max weight, but we must have been laying in it wrong or something because, as I said, we got in at about ten at ten p.m. and at about two a.m. we fell through it <laughs> and just landed straight on the ground. And I was so fucked up on like on antihistamines basically to help me sleep, and that and that I just didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> this is my life now. I'm just going to sleep here. I slept the remaining like two hours just flat on the ground in the dirt on my back. Um, and because like the, it was still attached to the trees. So I was laying in it basically. And the, the part that was attached to the tree was still like upright enough to support my head. So I, I just kind of like scooted back into it, rested my head against this piece of fabric that was still attached to the tree and just fucking slept on the dirt in the dirt for, for two hours, and I'm assuming Peggy did the same thing. And because it's like you know, <laughs> you know how it's like sometimes it's hard to sometimes if you're in an unfamiliar place, it can be hard to fall asleep, right? But if you wake up in the middle of the night and like go to the bathroom and get back in bed, you fall asleep in like ten seconds. Because I guess like whatever chemicals your brain makes to put you to sleep is still like charging through your brain, and so once you're asleep, it's easy to fall back to sleep, right? And so I was just like, fuck it, I'm in the dirt. But I did notice in the morning that there was a huge, like a, like about a silver dollar thickness, uh, like piece of root sticking up out of the ground that came up about a foot. And it was pretty sharp on the end. And one of us could have easily landed on that thing. And, um, you know, I kept thinking, like, what if that went up in my butt? <laughs> but <laughs> That would have woken you up. Uh, it, Chemicals I mean, or no? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that could have been the end of the hike for sure. Uh, or at least like you could have, you could have really scratched your back up um, really badly, but we we missed it anyway. So we woke up about four a.m. with the headlamps. We were walking by about four thirty, and it was cold, you know. And we're at about eleven thousand eight hundred feet, and it's cold in the morning. It's but once you start walking, it's all uphill, so you get hot really quick. I mean, it takes about five minutes, and you're already warmed up, and you're not cold anymore. And uh, the hike was just a lot harder than I thought. Like, like my plan was get up at four. We're going to bang this mountain out. We'll be up and down in like two and a half hours. And we'll be back at the camp by like eight. And then we'll go to Harvard and we'll be, and we'll be, and we'll summon Harvard by noon, you know, and Mount Columbia was just a way more bite of an apple than I thought it was going to be. And, um, it was just, it, it resembled very much that hillside that we did Mason, um, where it's kind of solid at the bottom, but the top is all loose and, and, and like, just, yeah. and it had a similar ridge line at the top too, like a couple, a couple big humps of like rock you got to climb up through. And by the time we got to the top, it was probably about eight thirty, and 
it took us about three hours or two and a half hours maybe to get up it. And it was just way more of, a, of an effort than we thought. And then you can see Harvard <clears throat> from the top of Columbia and it's, it almost looks like a, like an upright clamshell, like a, you know, and, and it has like that sort of like, like, like texture to the front of it. It's shaped like a, like a shell and you have to go up one of the, like one of the edges of the shell to get to the top. And it just looked like way more of an effort than even Columbia was. And my feet were hurting. My shoes are done. Like I need new shoes. And the, and the, the connecting traverse between the two is, you know, it's, it's the shortest way to get to Harvard. It was the only way we could have gotten across that day. Cause it just would have been too much to go down and back up. But my feet were hurting so bad. And then nobody, I was in a group of four people and nobody wanted to do that traverse. And it's really easy to get lost. And one of our friends brought her dog and she, she should not have. And the dog like pulled her over, pulled her down on the ridge when we were at the top. And, uh, this rock is so unforgiving. I mean, it is solid granite and a lot of it is sharp. And when you fall on it, it hurts a lot. Like it's, you're, it's like the hardest rocks you can imagine. Like, like when you're in high school and they're like talking about how like limestone is soft and, you know, gold is soft and like all these different things are soft. And then they're like, diamond is hard. Like this shit is almost as hard as diamonds. That's how hard this raw fucking rock is. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> right there. And when you fall on it with all your force in the cold air, it hurts like fuck. And she just blew her, both her knees were like blood running down her knees. This is just from falling from like, from her feet to her, onto her knees. Her, her knees just exploded open because the rock, the rock is so much harder than her skin. She's got blood running down her legs. She like, she ripped one of her fingernails off. She had acrylics on and the, the acrylic just ripped her fingernail right off. Um, I'm sure and it didn't come completely off, but it was bleeding and was lifted up. I'm sure that fucker's coming off for sure. And, uh, Oh yeah, that's she, done. She was not getting across that traverse like that day. She would have probably died on that thing. Um, and we, and we don't want that because we, 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 we do like her quite a lot as a, as a friend and a hiking, a <laughs> well, hiking buddy. That's good. It's glad, I'm glad that you like her enough. We, yeah, we like her, but she shouldn't have brought a dog sacrifice her. her. Her dog is not the kind, not like our dog. Our dog can be off a leash and just go up the, go up the trail and it's very well behaved. This dog would probably just take off and never be seen again. So it's, you should not have your body attached to an, an, an animal while you're like, while you're like rock stepping through like, you know. Yeah, dead, deadly terrain. The dog just like decides it wants to run in one direction and just pulls you right over. We got down off the mountain. The top was pretty uneventful. We got down off the mountain um, about. Uh, we we were back at the bottom probably about. I don't know, ten o'clock, and my feet were just wrecked. They were so hurt so bad, and and uh, we got back to camp, and then the three and a half miles down the trail back to the car was like the longest day of my life. <laughs> it's so brutal. Um, it just never, it never seemed to never seemed to end. And, uh, I think the whole hike was four thousand forty thousand steps, um, 4,000 calories and something like 13 miles. And, and, uh, it sounds like a lot, like you're like, Oh my God, the four, like 40, like 4,000 calories. I think if you walk on a treadmill for an hour, you burn about 800 calories. If you're, if, or, uh, yeah, let's see, it's about, I don't know, if you run a mile, it's like 130 calories. But if you're running a mile straight uphill, <laughs> I don't, it's got to be a lot more than that. But, but we didn't have a, a shot in hell of getting Harvard. So it was, it was way off. And so that was our 19th mountain. 
And our next hike is at the end of the month. It's uh, the 30th, or the 31st and the 1st. We're doing uh, two mountains called Blanca and Ellingwood. And you, um, there's a road. The, this road is rated a 6 out of 6 on difficulty. It's a fucking joke. Like, it, to call this a road is like a, is like a joke. Uh, there's no freaking way a car can drive through this road. I mean, I could, sh- I could just, I don't know. I, I can post pictures here and like, you'll see that there is no freaking way that a car is driving, is getting through this. Uh, I'll throw a picture up here for you guys you, and you'll see. Have you quick. tried, have you tried Blanca before? No. Okay. For some reason, the name sounds familiar. Well, Blanca is a fighter in street here. Here's a picture of the road. In our maybe gym, that's in what it is. Chat. So maybe I'm just like, oh, that's. <laughs> look at this. Look at this road, man. Nothing is getting through this thing. I, I, I don't even think how, a four How does that even work? How do you even drive that? It's for like ATVs only. But like there's a section where the, the, the quote unquote like walkthrough of the hike says that even like ATVs have trouble getting through these some of these sections. And it's just like, like a lifted Jeep. Maybe not even like they, like uh, it says. Um, what does it say? I guess Jeeps are prone to rolling. It's like severe four wheel drive, heavy modified vehicles or ATVs only. Uh, yeah. Do you and, have either uh, of those? No, hell no. We're gonna we're, we're walking it. So, so this next oh, okay. hike. I thought you were actually talking about driving it. Here's a primer for the next hike. The next hike is you you hike to this lake called Lake Como. I can post the whole thing here for you if you guys want. If you guys give a damn, you can see like the description of all the hikes. I, um, I give a damn. If if you click on it, you can see this website's great. You hike to Lake Como. It's about five five miles, and you basically camp at Lake Como. And from Lake Como, there is, there is a um, about another three mile hike to the top of Blanca, Blanca Peak, and you get to pass four lakes while you're hiking up in the mountains, which is pretty neat. The top lake is around thir- around thirteen thousand feet, so it's pretty pretty interesting to have a lake that high. And after you summit Blanca, Ellingwood Point is another one, and it's only about a mile to the northwest and. You can take, you can walk high up on this ridge, which is a class three hike, or you can go drop it down about 300 feet lower than that and do a class two hike across to Ellingwood Point, which is an additional mile each way, and then you come back down the way you came. Now a mile doesn't sound like a lot, but this terrain is horrible, so it's uh, it's very slow going. It'd probably take at least an hour each way to do the mile, probably an hour and a half each way, and. Uh, a nice way to check two of them off your list and i'm sure that the the five miles back from lake como will probably seem like the worst hell i've ever experienced in my life so to be honest because although i'm gonna buy new shoes so maybe not but that's about it make sure you uh break them in a bit first oh yeah well i uh i did have a lot of fun talking about too hot to handle but we're we have very little time left mason why don't you would you like to talk about rock climbing or pokemon shield uh, I'll just do rock climbing really quick and save the Pokemon because that's a work in progress. Okay. Uh, so unlike your outdoor hiking, I did some indoor rock climbing for mm. the first time in a long while. I uh, used to rock climb a bunch back in college. I was never very technical with it. I just used it as a big playground because I'm a big kid uh, and just would like scramble up these mainly bouldering routes as quickly as possible without much regard for technique or safety, I guess. But I 
you know, now that I'm back in Connecticut, we have a pretty good rock climbing gym near where I live. And I'm maybe thinking about joining it, but I did get one of my friends who is a uh, a member there and is actually the person who will go to Otakon with me and we'll have a little fun road trip. But we went rock climbing and it was good. Outdoors people, as I'm sure you can attest to myths, really are like the friendliest people Super up there. Yep. They're just so welcoming because I was like, oh, it's just going to be me and my friend and that's it. And he's like, no, I got like my whole crew together. And just like, you know, like I said, I'm not maybe the most knowledgeable about rock climbing, but all these people were just like, you know, doing all my belays for me, you know, operating the other side of the rope, kind of advising, oh, you should do this wall next and then do this wall. And it was, yeah, it was just, I had an absolute blast. I got up to work doing like a 10 plus, which is a very low level route, but uh, it was fun. I ripped my skin up a whole bunch because that's what you do when you uh, overextend and just keep on going for these aggressive maneuvers. And you can tell it's a legit rock climbing gym because they have just buckets at the front of like band-aids for you to grab. <laughs> like just free band-aids because so many people <laughs> have that problem. So that was good. It was pretty safe. And then we did some bouldering, which is also pretty fun. That's rated on a different scale. I got up to a V5, which was... I'd say moderately good. I'm I'm pleased with that for my first day back. Are you and are you, uh, all, are you, are you like Stallone in, in a cliffhanger? Yeah, that's what bouldering is. So bouldering, if you don't know, that's where you go without a rope and you're only going like twenty ish feet high, mm-hmm. maybe twenty five at the most, and it's more like technical routes, but because it's shorter, it's a lot of like skill based quick maneuvers, dinos where you jump and it's just more quick and easy and you just land in paddings below and uh i had a lot of fun with that but no i i only did one like overhang route where you climb like at a more than 90 degree angle those are always a lot of fun and you're like upside down yeah exactly you get to do the salon where you're just your feet are dangling and you're just like well this is my life now (laughs) uh and yeah rock climbing is fun i We'll think about joining, but it is, those gyms are always kind of expensive. They're like $100 a month. It's like, ugh, do I like it that much? And will I go that often? So I got to think about it. But in the meantime, uh, still fun. So that's my mini quick hobby update. I see people I- um, hiking sometimes and they'll have like those giant pads with them. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know it's because they're bouldering. So, because you want to, if you fall, you want to, you want to be landing on about 10 inches of soft, soft something or other, but it's, exactly. they, it looks so heavy. It's like, you're, it's like you're hiking with this fucking giant mat on you. And, uh, yeah, it's crazy that like professional boulderers who like will work on a route for like three weeks and every day they have to like walk up and hike with all of their gear and padding to lay it down to attempt this hyper difficult route and they don't get it. So they just have to do the same thing the next day. Jeez. Yeah, it's just like how some people summit like three three fourteeners in a day. I'm like, how do you people do this? Like, they're superhuman. I, I don't know. Outdoor people are wild. They can just they're just. But they're so friendly. They're so oh, they are just <laughs> welcoming and insightful and really, really the best of humanity. Sometimes I think it's because everybody's kind of in it together. You're out there battling the elements together, and 
everybody has a common a commonality, you know, and it's uh, mm-hmm. you know. Anyway, that's I've always experienced that with like mountain biking or rock climbing or hiking or whatever. Everybody's everybody's in it together, and everyone's kind of there for the same reason. So, wow, the best hobby addicts in a long time. Oh, could I quickly touch on Sam's point? Yeah. Okay, thanks. Um, Yeah, so yesterday I went on a hike. I don't really go on hikes very often, but it's at Sam's Point. It's not too far from me. And they have this, uh, like, they have this trail that goes through ice caves. Now there's not, like, actual ice in them. Like, I only saw, like, maybe one little block of ice in one of the caves we went through. But, yeah, it's funny because it'd be, like, 80, 85 degrees outside. And you walk into these caves or rather they're more like um passages through two like rock or two cliffs pushed together um and it'd be like 15 degrees colder on the inside it's pretty cool both literally and figuratively um so yeah it was really really fun and i also saw a lot of doggos um Uh, shaking my head you didn't invite me on this doggo hike come on (laughs) i thought we were friends (laughs) I mean, do you want to come all the way to Lower State, New York to, to do that? It's only like two hours away. For doggos, I would I would travel anywhere. Oh, yeah. I mean, I saw a few doggos, but, you know, I don't know if it was worth it would be worth two hours. OK, but if enough. you want to come to Ellenville, you you can. That's where where about the uh, the trail is. Um, yeah, it's like a, it, was, it was only like ten dollars for parking. Um and it was really, really cool because you, there were so many streams and uh, it was uh, it was a lot longer of a hike than I was expecting. And it was I'm usually if, if usually I'm going on a hike, it's like on a dirt dirt path that will have rocks on it and like nothing hard at all. This I would not say nearly compares to what Mitsuki does, but it was a little bit more involved than what I'm used to. So it was a good one. Well, it's just good that you. It's just good to get out and do things, though, and that's kind of like the theme of the whole episode we're about to have. You know, mm-hmm. so you know, a lot of times it's like I get up these mountains and I come down, and I'm thinking, what have I gotten myself into? Like <laughs> my feet are mm-hmm. killing me. But really, you're there to be outside and just to have fun with people and to see. If- Although there was this one, uh, there was this one family ahead of us. Uh, I was like, uh husband, wife, and a little girl. So the little girl is strapped to the um, husband's back. She's like maybe a f- few years old, maybe Cute. four. Um, but the thing is, is that her mom was just not having it. She hated this thing. She was like, I cannot believe that we're doing this. This is way too oh, hard. And, blah, blah. and then and then like at the very beginning, before they, we get started on the hike, the, the first time that we saw them, um, the girl was being a little bit chatty. And she was like, I wish we brought Skittles. I will shut her up. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Damn, that lady sounds like a bitch. <laughs> I know. Feeding her Skittles? Not even M&M's? Jeez. Yeah, but it's like, why would you go on a hike and you're just going to bitch the whole time about it? I know. It was like, how, how? why do you have to be such a Scrooge? I don't know. I'm sure the husband would have been happy to take the daughter by himself. You know. Perhaps. Although sometimes you have to like really duck be below these rocks so i'm wondering how he did that with the little girl strapped to his back hmm. i don't know get on your hands and knees i guess i guess so whatever i don't know whatever you got to do 
Well, right. anyway, that was my experience, which was good. Well, we all did something outdoorsy, which is very nice. And uh, well, except for Mason, who did the outdoors indoors. Oh, that's true. Mason cheated. I did. I did other outdoor stuff. I just didn't talk about it. Uh huh. He worry. walked mm-hmm. outside. I'm an outdoor boy too. You have to believe me. <laughs> All right, well, that's about all the time we have today for Hobby Addicts, a very good Hobby Addicts. I was basically half asleep when I started, and now I feel kind of better. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but when I got home from that hike, I literally was in bed for, like, 14 seconds, and I slept 11 hours. (laughs) Good job. Wild. Anyway, we'll see you guys next time on Hobby Addicts. I hope you all enjoyed, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Bye-bye-bye. (laughs) 